behind the crown gown and makeup, incredible women are working to change the world through service, style, success, and scholarship. Join me, Madeline Fisher, as I sit down with title holders within the Miss America organization to share just how outstanding these young women really are. It's the Four Points Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Four Points Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Miss America title holders and their accomplishments. I am so excited to be with my sister queen, Alyssa Dorado, today to Miss Heart of the Midwest. Alyssa, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me come on today. I mean, you should have known eventually you were going to be asked to be here. I mean, we got crowned together at a pageant only for first timers, so we're both kind of rocketeering through this entire process. Um, Absolutely. First mock interview tomorrow. How are we feeling? We're we're <laughs> planning. We do know our director is her strength is interview. So I'm sure yes, she's we're going to get thrown in. And she's got a know. Greek family. She's very, I know. And I still have to rewrite my statement. Oh, no. Uh, I much. sent her my draft and said, it doesn't fit on one page. <laughs> um, with the format I wanted to use, I went, so here's it in a Word doc. Help me cut. Help me cut. <laughs> No, I sat at a Zoom call with her for like an hour and 45 minutes just workshopping everything. And I, I still don't have it done, but um, I promise, Chloe, I will get it figured out. Don't worry, Bobby. You can trust us. It's you okay. You can trust us. We're good. We're good. Okay. Um, so obviously it is your first pageant. This is your first title. That's so exciting. So kind of how did you find out about a Miss America organization? What was your um, like encouragement to get involved? Yeah. So my cousin growing up in the Miss New Jersey system, she Ooh. is competing this year. So... If we both wind up winning titles, I'm scared for Miss America <laughs> uh, with the two of us together, two very loud Italians. Oh, yes. But <laughs> um, she competed in pageants growing up mm-hmm. throughout, the, like, throughout the years, hit, um, being able to compete in the teen, started competing in teens. So I always just saw her doing it, but never never was like, oh, yeah, I, that's definitely something I'm going to join her in doing, <laughs> yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then I went to college, and I had two friends, one in my sorority and one was a music ed major who – competed and Mm -hmm. that was right when Miss America 2.0 came around and so I wanted to support my friends I wanted to follow their journey from there I find it started finding some of the other girls competing Mm -hmm. and I was like this is really cool I love what they do yes especially with the change with Miss America 2.0 coming around I felt like I could be more represented in this organization absolutely and so I moved into I moved to Indiana in 2019 Mm -hmm. I'm like gonna do the same let's just find the Miss Indiana girls we'll follow a few of them one of them was an (laughs) AOPI and I went Cool, I'm going to follow my sorority sister, even though I've never met her in my life before. And from there, I just started seeing these girls, and I get a DM from one of the past Miss Indianas that's like, hi, I think you would be a great candidate, please. And I went, aren't I too old? And she goes, no, this is your last year. Please do it. And I went, okay, I guess I'm doing it. So I messaged my cousin, one of my friends, and they're like, Alyssa, do it. Alyssa, go. 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 Please do this. <laughs> and so I went, okay, I guess we're doing this. And my whole thing was I wanted to go in knowing that I had an actual shot. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to come in and be like, ah, this is a fun thing. Like, I want to go in and know that I can represent myself well. Mm-hmm. So I put as much time as I possibly could. How many YouTube videos of practice <laughs> interview questions, <laughs> what to do, what not to do, all of this. And I just mm-hmm. was like, I want to go in and at least know that I can represent myself well. Absolutely. And went in there and I... <laughs> think I could say I did that with a crown on my <laughs> yes, head. Yes, you did. Um, and was able to show myself and really be who I am mm-hmm. in the process, which was even better. I know, and it was so cool because obviously we talk, it's a pageant for people who have never competed before. So obviously there were a lot of new faces, but it was during the talent rehearsal and you're just like, I want to be a prima donna. I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is crazy good. Um, so That was definitely part of like, that made me feel safer. I'm like, I have a degree in music. I have a degree. I have a degree. I I don't want to sound that way, but. No, it's fine. You can brag. This is a safe place. (laughs) I knew that talent would be my safe space. Yes. Right? That I could go in and be like, even if my interview is horrific, even (laughs) if I go on stage and I don't know what I'm saying, I at least am like, talent will be fine. I can sing. I can sing. It'll be okay. (laughs) No, guys. She can can sing. I swear. It's going to be. Miss Indiana Week is going to be phenomenal, not just because everybody who competes is, like, stupid talented, but, like, everyone's, like, voice is so different, and it's, like, I love hearing everybody, and, like, the the passion that people put into their art is just, oh, it's my favorite part. 
And then I love, because, like, I know music, singing, it's a very, like, for decades, that's been the yes, town that people been go the thing. to. But it's, bego- it's become a lot more broad. Like, as eclectic. To what yeah. Is. Yeah. And that there's going to be so many different talents on stage i know that i never would have expected. i know and i was when i was talking to kayla she was like yeah i was like the first person in pennsylvania to do cheerleading as a talent i was like gee i didn't even think about that and then now we have girls doing karate and a ton of other cool stuff science experiments um but yeah um great obviously that you got involved clearly it worked out and we've got so much to talk about so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna start talking about the four points of the crown Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. I am joined today by my sister queen, Miss Heart of the Midwest, Alyssa Dorado. Alyssa, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Of course. And now we're going to get to my favorite part, which is talking about style, because as much as I like to tell people I'm not a girly girl, I go crazy for a good dress. Absolutely. I love a good dress. Um, So let's talk about um, your wardrobe for Miss Spirit of Indiana, or just the Miss Spirit and Heart pageant, because obviously you mentioned it was a very, like, first time kind of thing you had to find the dresses quick and get yourself ready so where did you kind of go to get your wardrobe for that pageant so i was fortunate enough that i am a professional in the working field so Mm -hmm. i had clothing that i could at least go to to some extent for Mm -hmm. interview a full black outfit i had that but also like it was an opportunity for me (laughs) to have some fun shopping i'm not gonna say (laughs) i didn't um and so i went online Fashion Nova I had a very uh, very fun shopping trip with to try to find different pieces and then honestly both of my gowns for both talent and um red carpet was Ross. Oh. I which I was shocked by. I walked in being like let's just look. Let's, let's see just, if we find yeah. anything, right? I was not expecting to find a gown that I could wear for red carpet. I had <laughs> I have a dress, which I finally got to wear when I took headshots this week, (laughs) that I have had in my closet as a backup dress for years. I was prepped for that dress to, like, be what Mm -hmm. I wore for red carpet just because I had had it for years in the back of my closet for a recital. (laughs) We could go through the list of things that this dress has been runner up for. And I finally got worn for uh, headshots. We'll Ah. see. Watch. It won't be the top I wear in headshots because I took pictures in two different tops oh which will be even funnier but it's okay no i i'm going to see i'm going to get mine done like later this week and i was like can i bring an evening gown they're like if you want i was like sold let's go um but as we talk about some of these dresses there is going to be a page on my website called artifacts um so you can swipe through and look at all of the dresses and just the different things that Alyssa does and the things that we talk about because i think both of us are pretty good with our words but i don't think our words do these dresses justice because no. they're they're gorgeous. They absolutely um, are. So um, a lot of people get that misconception that, yeah, you have to have the prettiest gown, you have to have the prettiest face to win a title. And, I mean, obviously both of us, we know good and well that that is not um, the case. So just kind of talk on your experience, like kind of, I guess want to say like balling on a budget, I guess would be the way to like describe it. Yeah. So, yeah, just kind of talk about that. Yeah, so when I decided I wanted to compete, it was like, okay, again, I wanted to come in as prepped as possible. I wanted to look my best, feel mm-hmm. my best on stage. But I also wasn't ready to drop $500 on a dress <laughs> for me to go out there and go, this isn't for me, just mm. in case that was what was going to happen. Yeah. And let's be honest, our competition, we were one of the last to get crowned. It wasn't like I was going to get to wear this dress yeah. 300 times mm-hmm. because I'm just competing every single weekend mm-hmm. until I win a crown. Yeah. Like, I would have had three four that I was eligible for. Yeah, it's hard. And so I wasn't going to drop a ton of money on that, but I still wanted to feel my best. And Mm so I have always been a bargain shopper. (laughs) I, my, I grew up off TJ Maxx. My mom's joke is um, if TJ Maxx doesn't have it, she does not own it. Oh, I like it. Her entire growing up. I truly lived inside TJ Maxx at times. (laughs) I went to Florida once and I did not know there was a senior discount day at TJ Maxx in Florida. And my mom decided to be Tuesday was the day we were going to go on spring break and just go shopping. And I almost got trampled by a bunch of 80-year-old women. Oh, incredible. Great. Eight years old. I'm, this might have been the year I also had a broken leg. I don't remember. But I definitely had a broken leg one year going to Florida. And that part of me feels like that was the year. Mm, perfect. that's the only way my mom would remember that story is if I literally couldn't walk either. Um 
But yeah, I wanted to make sure that I still felt good in what I was wearing. Absolutely. And I look back, I look at the photos and go, I'm not wearing that dress again. <laughs> but I felt confident on stage and it helped me yeah. to be able to show my confidence. And that's the biggest thing that I look at with style is mm-hmm. you can, every person has a different sense of style and how they dress. And that also comes down to what you look like, your shape, right? Mm-hmm. Maddie and I look very different. <laughs> I am a five foot two on a good day, plus size girl. Like <laughs> on a good day. On a good day. Um, I've had many doctors go anywhere from five one. I got had one doctor tell me five one and over half, and I went, <gasps> "Wow, you can't give me the five two. You can't just write down five two. Let's I, come on." <laughs> and so I'm like, I, every time I fill out a document, I go. Am I going to be nice to myself and give myself a half an inch? Or am I just going to... Or am I going to be... Am I going to do the right thing? And put and five, say I'm one five and one, <laughs> Right? And so... But it's being able to present yourself and say, I feel confident in this. I mm-hmm. know I look good in what I'm wearing. Because every single person, their body is different. Yes. And that is a big part of how the Miss America organization, when 2.0 came around, 100%. I felt seen. Right? I have never seen a woman look like me walk on the Miss America stage. Yeah. I am probably going to be one of the shortest and one of the largest women competing on that Miss Indiana stage. But I get to show that anyone can be represented. I am just another person who can be seen within this organization and can show how this organization is changing to be more including. Just because I'm a plus size woman doesn't mean I'm unhealthy, right? That Mm -hmm. was the big thing with swimsuit when it was a thing. But I am like I have my health things, but at the same time, like I am a healthy person. I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I eat well. Yeah, try to keep myself on a routine. I'm not saying I don't do unhealthy things, just as every other <laughs> we person all do. does. We all do. Right? That's like the transparency of being a title holder. We can't be perfect all the time, guys. Maybe I want to go to Texas Roadhouse and down two baskets of rolls. That, that's, that's okay. Me. That's me. It's okay. It's okay to do that. And so. <laughs> For me, my style is just going to look different from other women, mm-hmm. right? Because I have to work with what my body has, just as any other title holder would. Yes. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but with style, when I look at that, I know that style is one that's changed over the years and yes. how we look at it. That you don't have to have a three thousand dollar dress <laughs> to watch this to walk the state stage. Like you don't, you don't need, need to it. do that. You don't need it. Save your money, please. <laughs> you could put that money in so many other places. You could put that money back into the organization or save it for next year or save it for next year get another or dress. scholarship yeah or to scholarship. pay off the student loans that we are working towards yes. right like yes. there's so many other places you could put it you don't need mm-hmm. to have this three thousand dollar dress for me to walk the miss indiana stage once yeah but also like how i look i know i can be an influence to other young yes. women to want to get involved in this organization Absolutely. for them to go oh i'm not going to walk out there and be looked at because Oh, she thinks she can do this, yeah. right? Because I'm just an example that I have all four qualities, right? We're here talking about how yes. I have all four points of this crown. I just have never been represented. And Absolutely. So we've had women be the trailblazer through being curvy and being mid-sized, but I get to then be that next step of. Absolutely. Look, you could be a petite plus size woman and still do this. Yes, And I still know. be deemed beautiful and stylish just as this mm-hmm. organization wants to show wants to show and I think that's why so many of us who hadn't competed before Miss America 2.0 when that was rolled out we were like finally I don't have to be judged on my body I can be judged on the things that I care about um so uh, outside of like physical style like the dresses you wear what's kind of like your daily groove like what are you kind of into um what things do you enjoy doing outside of pageant land outside of pageant land I am a professional working as a music therapist and so to be honest my style like a lot of it is like I'm just up and moving and grooving and being able to be silly and energetic. <laughs> I'm about to start working with a four-year-old as a music yes. therapist. I'm going to have a lot of fun singing We Don't Talk About Bruno. Yes. Uh, what a song. What a song. I'm just imagining that's going to get stuck in my head every single Monday uh, now. What do you mean? It's already stuck in mine. <laughs> it's been stuck since the movie came out in like December. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, my style, I've try to think that I'm laid back and I'm a just fun, energetic person. You are. Somebody open to talk to. Absolutely. Um, when I'm not stressed, I know when I'm, uh. I can tell <laughs> here's where I can be flexible when I'm stressed or when I'm anxious. I often, that's when I become quiet. Yeah. But just being able to like sit back and hang out, cuddle with my dog, uh, talk yes. with friends, like that's what I love to do. And just being able to be that flexible human mm-hmm. 
that I could walk up to somebody and just spark be like, a hey. conversation mm-hmm. and who knows where that conversation is going to go. But mm-hmm. we're going to remember it afterwards. Yes, exactly. And you did mention being a music therapist. Yes. And I know that that does kind of bring us into our next point, which is service. Um, so how does your profession kind of tie into what your social impact is all about? And do feel free to explain kind of what your social impact initiative is all about. Totally. So as a music therapist, majority of my caseload, I work with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to meet their current life goals. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's really important to have that conversation with them that I'm not just assuming what they want to do with their life and that I know why they want to do what they want to do. And I hear a lot of the same things, the same root of what they want to do. Independence, to be able to live on their own or be able to not have to rely on somebody to do these basic daily living things, to have friendship, family, relationships. So many people I support are the strongest employees at where they work. Mm-hmm. And they, I have one woman, she has been working there longer than any other employee <laughs> there. And she is known for being a strong and dedicated employee. And so they want to have these jobs that they love and that they know they could do well at. But often they're not fully understood in the community. They're looked down upon because they have this disability. And so for me, I wanted to use this platform to uplift their voices. Yes. And so my social impact initiative is inclusivity for all abilities. Mm -hmm. And with that, I am taking the initiative to listen to their voices and then to share that through the platform that I have as Miss Heart of the Midwest to use their words. And I've actually started my own podcast, the Inclusivity for All podcast. So good. Please go listen to it. (laughs) Where I'm interviewing people with disabilities, a full range of disabilities. That one I'm opening up, not just intellectual, but at the same time with intellectual, I want to make sure it's not just people that you wouldn't know have a disability. Yeah. Right. It's not just invisible disabilities and that you're going to hear that these conversations, I'm able to hold a conversation with somebody if they use an AAC device or if they need extra processing time or any sort of thing that you can have a conversation with them. They're extremely smart. Mm -hmm. They just process the world differently Mm -hmm. and that we just need to adapt how our world functions so that they could be accepted and included because they have so many abilities that people often don't realize they can do mm-hmm. and that this isn't something we need to cure them or treat them. It's how can we make it so that you can be as independent and meet the goals that you want to meet in your life. Absolutely. So um, inclusivity for all abilities, how have you, I mean, outside of your podcast, are there other ways that you've kind of incorporated this social impact initiative into just like, whether it be like fundraising or just like social media, because I know you're a big social media person. I'm a big social media person. So just kind of talk about how you're adapting um, your social media to kind of fit what inclusivity for all abilities is about. So every other post I write, I'm trying to make one of them about my social impact, Mm -hmm. whether that's showing the story of one specific person or that is saying, here is what the community is saying. And here is why we should be listening to them. So I've already done two or three posts specifically on how we can make social media more inclusive. Yes. Just because that is such a big part of the world that we're in. And so making sure we're using closed captioning and that we're going in and we're using specific, the specific way you write your captions and your hashtags. If you capitalize the first letter of every word in a hashtag, it's so much easier to process for somebody and being able to actually read what it means, as well as if somebody is having it said back to them, it's Mm -hmm. going from text to voice. It actually is reading it and Mm -hmm. not this jumble of letters that it's making up its own sentence. And so being able to listen to what the community is saying and then putting that and using that on my platform and acknowledging I'm not saying this. This is what the community has taught me. And now I want to teach it to you. Um, my biggest thing is I don't want to speak for the community, mm-hmm. right? I'm not here to come save the world, right? <laughs> That's not the point that I want to make. But people don't follow them because they just don't know that there are people to follow in this community. So if I can share them and I am for the month of April and probably will continue on every post I'm adding for April, an autistic creator of some sense so that you could go and listen to them specifically and see what they are saying. Cause I'm not going to be able to put everything out there. Right. And I can only go from such a perspective as a neurotypical person, but what are they teaching me? And then I want to, be able to teach the world through that. I've been reaching out to different organizations. I'm going to be volunteering at Miss Amazing um, next weekend and just being able to continue those conversations. So then when I speak, when I present on my platform, I'm speaking from what I have learned Mm -hmm. and not just what I believe, right? Not just what 
I was taught in my education because yes, my education was amazing. I can go on and on about how much I oh, and loved we will. We will. OU and we could go through it. But sometimes voices are overlooked and the world's forever changing, right? Yes. People are learning more and more what certain people want, person mm-hmm. first versus identity first and yes. all these different things. And if I can share the most up-to-date information because I'm learning from the community, it's only going to make it so it's easier for other people. Some of them are going to be tiny little things you can change. Yes. And some of them, it's going to take time and processing mm-hmm. and being able to sit in your own discomfort, including my own. Just this week, I've had to sit in my own discomfort. But from there, that's only going to help make it easier for people around them, which disabilities to feel understood be able to have friendships and just all the independence that they want in their life absolutely um you like talked about the hashtag thing no as soon as you post that i was like oh my gosh that's such an easy thing to do i saw you edited i did i was like i saw that i just was scrolling through goes edited and i went wait a minute let me look at her last post oh i see what she edited yes (laughs) all right it's just a tiny little thing yes it takes 30 seconds more of effort yeah but it makes somebody else's but it makes someone else so much much easier easier. and it's just a little way for them to go oh they care they care yeah they notice and they've thought through they're not just Mm -hmm. posting the post yeah all right well we've had such a good conversation so far but i think we should take a break um so when we come back we're going to talk about the success and scholarship which Alyssa already gave us a little bit of a preview of so make sure you stick around we'll be right back Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. I am joined today by Miss Heart of the Midwest, Alyssa Dorado. Hello, hello. And we are getting into the part of our podcast where we talk about the success and scholarship, which I think is the biggest selling point um, with the Miss America organization, because obviously everyone has like their pageant stigmas, but like the scholarship and like, I guess just the professional development training you get from interviewing is unmatched. So at Spirit and Heart, you just killed it. And you walked away with, was it the, you, you were talent success, like you won the talent prelim. And yes. then um, was it your onstage question? Was that Social the other impact. one? Social impact. Okay. Yeah. So obviously very, very big success. And I remember when you walked back after they announced the second time I looked at Alyssa and I was like, Alyssa, you're walking out of here with the crown on your head. And I immediately after Alyssa, tell them what you said. Yeah. I was absolutely <laughs> like, don't, don't tell me this. Don't tell me this. Don't don't get ideas in don't my head. Me, don't get me. Um, so, yeah, I walked up there, and I won people's choice, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I walked back. And then talent comes, and I go, okay. I actually feel like I have a shot here. Yeah. Like, I knew that I went out there, and I sold myself. Yes. I knew I had an absolute shot. Mm-hmm. And I co-won talent with Miss Indiana University, Shaylee. Oh, my gosh. Shout out, Shaylee. Shaylee, if you're listening, we love you with our entire heart. Our we entire just, heart. We were just talking about how amazing your voice is and how you are a powerhouse. Um, anyway, so <laughs> back so to what we're talking about. I turn around and I'm walking back and I will say like, my feet hurt so much that day. <laughs> I, after I got crowned, I literally walked backstage. And took your shoes off. No, and I looked at a girl and I went, all I want is to take my shoes off. Real, I've, I'm like, that was probably not the right thing to say. But like, I had just gotten off this high of getting crowned and then everything hit. And now I'm like, oh, my, oh, feet, my feet. Oh, my Ugh. feet. Oh, I was the same way. My feet were killing me. I, it was with new heels, and I was like, yep. dude, I'm taking so many pictures right now. And then I we just, had to squat. I was, like, in squatting position for, I think, a whole, like, two minutes. And I'm oh, like, I know, because, Woof. you know, the beauty of having a pageant where it's all new people, they've never crowned anyone before. So it was they were learning <laughs> yeah. how to crown on us. And, and I was I'm like, pretty sure there was somehow one bun pin in, like, it their kept hand. It on our head. And it kept going into our head, and I'm like... Is it working? I was like, I, okay. Like, I picked up my dress as if that was going to help. And there's videos of this. I go, I look so weird. Oh, I picked you're up like, the dress. And your feet are out. And my feet is out. I'm like, as if this is helping them crown me. Like, I'm not being helpful. No, it's just, it's, it, you have to It's a natural yourself. instinct you have. You have to convince yourself. No, I, w- I made the mistake of not like just sitting, like kneeling down. And I was like, and I'm really tall. I'm yeah. 5'11". And then in those heels, I was pushing 6'1", probably. Probably. So I had to sl- squat. Like, I felt like I was wall sitting, which is <laughs> which is so bad. But I was saying, you're you're taller than Nina, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to both Sierra and Nina. You guys did so good. We're not bashing you. We just think it's hilarious that neither of us were ready <laughs> to sit there for so long. We <laughs> were just like... <sighs> I know. It was like... I, I, think, think, I, I think I literally said, I'm back in sorority times. I'm back doing the sorority squat right now. I'm, no, I, I was only like graduated and went alum years ago. My adrenaline was rushing for the first like minute of the crowning, and then when <laughs> it kept going, I was like, "Oh man!" Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ugh. Okay. Um, exactly. Um, so 
where that story was going. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so I back. walked up and I got the talent award and I'm like, cool. And I'm like, oh, I know that like I have a shot, right? Yeah. I just walked out here with People's Choice and with talent. And with People's Choice, I do know like people went out and donated uh-huh. after talent. And I was like, okay. Cool. Cool. I'm riding Sweet. off talent. I turn around. I walk back. And, and then, there's two Alyssa's competing here. And so I'm walking back, and I'm just, like, still in shock. I'm like, cool. I walked out here with the talent award. That was, like, all I was <laughs> expecting out of this. I'm happy. And then I just hear Alyssa Dorado, and I walk <laughs> up, and I'm taking this picture. And I look at them, and I go, what, what did is I this win? picture for? <laughs> and they're like, what? And, I again, I'm, like, whole six inches shorter than them. It's not like I'm ear level with them. I'm like, I'll ask you later. It's fine. I walk back and Maddie and I are next to each other. We were next to each other the whole, the whole day, time. which made this so much better. Oh my gosh, yes. That was like, literally right before our interview, Maddie was like, don't worry about like having to have things in 30 seconds. Just go in and have a conversation. I went, I needed to hear that. that that's literally all it is. And it's my favorite part of competition now, like stressful because you don't know what they're going to ask you. But if you put things on your resume that are just, what do you mean you got yelled at by a British lady at Disneyland <laughs> Paris? I need to hear this story. Things like that I put on my resume because they're going to ask you about that. And that's something I can talk about that'll kind of like get me re-centered. So I don't get us out. But, I had a full um, conversation about my dog's DNA oh, in my interview. Oh, Um, because one judge asked, and I heard he asked this to everyone. I actually got an explanation why he asked it. What what animal you'd want to be? If I could transform into what animal, what would you want to be? And apparently he asked that to everyone because it makes everybody take their walls down. Not that it, like he's trying to get us off guard, but like yeah. he, we he gets to see our like real authentic selves. <laughs> and I do think the minute he asked that question, I started. I have a thing where if you ask me anything about my like spirit animal or anything. <laughs> I have a whole thing. My automatic answer is bulldog because the first time I ever got asked that question, that was the answer that came out of my mouth. And I said that was the single-handed worst thing I could have ever said. And I found a way to spin it in a way that actually represented me and was real. But it was not the right animal to pick. But now I just always go with bulldog. And I had a bulldog growing up. Oh. And so I was able to talk about my childhood bulldog and all this. And now I have my own dog. And Ooh, puppy. She looks like a corgi. She acts like a corgi. But a two DNA test turns out she's 100% not a corgi. And then we got into that whole conversation oh. on how I had two DNA tests on, on my dog. Oh. But- oh. I said sea lion. And they are like, oh. And I'm like, well, because I went to San Francisco. And they lay on these barges <laughs> on the pier. And they bark at each other and then they <laughs> flop into the water and sounds i would fun. love to be see it sounds great um but you know interview is so fun but um back to back to our story yeah. where, where we so were going i go up i take the picture i don't know what i'm getting this picture of i'm just like <laughs> okay i walk back i look at maddie i go what did you win what did i just win and she, social looks at me, impact. she goes social impact you're walking out of here with a crown today and then i'm like Oh, no. uh, oh. I'm pretty sure I made that exact noise. You did. Because uh. most like pageants right before they crown, everyone holds hands. We were like really spaced out. I don't know yeah. what reason. And the only people holding hands were me and Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> we were like really connected this day. We were, we Our were, little like. The people around us made it just so much better because we, and Natalie Beagle, very good friend of mine who I've met this year. She's also so incredible. She didn't get crowned this year, which breaks my heart, but she's going to be she back next be. year. I want she one of us to crown her. I want one of us to crown her next year. She is so amazing. The group of people that were in our section of the line, we were, it made it so much easier. We all were content with the idea of, hey, we may not win today, but like, we're going to make the most out of it. Our dressing room was so fun. We sang Hamilton and we were like doing dramatic performances of like dance mom fights. And and I was having an issue with my dress because it was like so staticky. So we were all like hairspraying my dress so it wouldn't stick to every dust particle in the building. We were just having a ball. We got through like not only the fun parts, but we really like helped each other deep depths of each other and like yeah and about like our insecurities and like our life stories and it's so funny because a lot of people are like maddie you overshare i only overshare with people that aren't gonna use it against me or just be really ununderstanding about it and like we were all so close everyone in that dressing room we had a couple of the teens in the room with us and um one of those teens ali she got crowned uh shortly after that pageant she was first run up and now she's miss elkhart county shout out to her she's a doll. We love you. We love you, Allie. Um, but we're gonna say that about everyone. We're gonna say it about. Oh yeah, we if love. If we everybody. don't, we love you. We still love you. <laughs> we love everybody here. That's what the Miss America organization is about. We love everyone. The environment that day was so incredible, and I think that speaks to 
how the Miss America organization is kind of fostering these successful young women who can talk to each other and be open about what's going on in their life. And that's, I guess, the mission of this whole 2.0 thing, that you can have a mental health issue, you can have a disability, you can look different than what everyone thinks a title holder should look like, and you're still a successful woman. And that, yeah. I've thought about, like, oh, like, which of the four points is most important to me? Like, cause that's an absolute question that could be thrown at you. Oh, success. Success, easily, because ultimately, and I've actually gotten to talk to one person who runs an Instagram account. Okay. Um. And how she competed, she but never won, but like oh. has called the top five at several states several times <laughs> and just can tell you. Like she's figured it all, all out. out oh. Right? I um, need to talk to her. <laughs> her whole thing is the root of this organization is the local title holders. Yes. We all, because we got crowned, are successful in our own way. Absolutely. Success is not the same between any person. For me, I moved eight hours away from home for college, was in a sorority, was in leadership of my sorority, helped raise $2,500, and was a director for our 12-hour dance marathon on campus, raising money for the Ronald McDonald House. I can go on and on. And then got my dream internship and then got hired from that dream internship to be a music therapist in Indy today. That's my success story. Mm -hmm. Every single person's success story is going to look different. Absolutely. And it's not going to consist of the same plot points, right? Mm -hmm. Some people, they don't want a four-year institution. Some people want to get their doctorate. And success can look different. And ultimately, every person can identify with one title holder. Yes. And so I want to be able to share my story through this platform. I want to be able to share my success and to bring more success through what I could do through the Miss America organization. But ultimately, every woman who gets crowned has success in their own way. And you can find someone in this yes. country you who so can connect can. with you. I have been able to speak just through social media with so many different women. Oh, my gosh. Same. So many different um, like, paths and so many just where they are in life. I'm going to probably be one of the oldest, if not the oldest person competing at Miss Indiana. And this is my first time. And that's OK. Mm -hmm. I'm still successful. I've found success in different ways. Yes. And an 18 year old walking out there for the first time has their own success in their mm -hmm. own way. And we've all done them in different ways. And so that to me, that's the most important because you can look at any of these other points and you can put them under success. Absolutely. Everyone starts somewhere. It's where you end up that really defines you. Absolutely. Um, and you talked about the internship, which leads us into the next point of the crown, which is scholarship. So tell everyone where you went to school. I know you're very proud of it. You talk about it all the time. But I do. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Chicago. And then I went to school at Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Go Bobcats. <laughs> um, and I got my bachelor's of music in music therapy with a minor in psychology and was a vocal primary student there. Hence how my talent was formed to be where it is today. Oh, it's phenomenal. It is so good. <laughs> While I was on campus, obviously got very involved in the school of music. I was in the elite SATB choir on campus and really put myself into the school of music. But it was also for me when it came to college it's not just the academics mm -hmm. it's what you do outside your academics and making the time with it and so I got involved at both in and outside the school of music I was a member of Alpha Omicron Pi. I was on the leadership, what I knew it as LC, and really helped to make big change in my chapter. I was the director of recruitment and engagement for our 12-hour dance marathon on campus, mm -hmm. Bobcathon, which raised money for the Ronald McDonald House, as I said a little bit earlier. With that, was able to raise $2,500 in one year. That was the first year anyone raised over $2,000. Um, I was the second highest fundraiser. I cannot say I was the first. I was behind the president, so I take that as a win. True. And that was the first year we ever had a dancer, somebody who held no leadership in the organization, reach a thousand dollars. Nice. And I don't want to say like, oh, that's my success because that's their success. That's the whole group, yeah. That's the whole group that we were able to raise over one hundred and ten thousand dollars my senior year. But what I did to be able to recruit over five hundred dancers keep maintaining connection with mm -hmm. those dancers once they signed up so that they were dedicated enough and wanted to put the effort in. The fact that we had over five people raise over a thousand dollars who were just dancers and they were just there not to have, be there. They were just there to be there, right? True. And have fun and raise money for the kids. They had no other hold on this on this organization, mm -hmm. right? I take so much pride in that I was able to help in yes. that. And that's a full group effort yeah. to be able to get there. And I learned a lot through that, being able to present in front of people, being and able to fundraise, especially fundraise, that's a big thing for Miss America. Public speaking, because 
even though I wasn't the president, I was director of recruitment and engagement with that organization. I was the one presenting information at meetings. When we would have our monthly meeting, I was the one up there talking, getting people to come, emailing them, time management of having to balance it, different social media initiatives, and being able to work on a team with people. So it really gave me a foundation, which then helped me when it comes to the Miss America organization. And I know it's only going to help me advance into my profession when I ultimately, I love what I do. I love being a music therapist with all my heart. I want to make music therapy more accessible. In the state of Indiana, it is already extremely nice in the fact that if you are diagnosed with a disability in the state of Indiana, you are eligible to receive government aid through the Medicaid waiver to receive services. Music therapy is one of those services. That is not a thing in every state. Being able to make it so that people can get access to music therapy as well as to educate what music therapy is. It's a very misunderstood profession. Mm And so people think I'm like this really hippy dippy, I'm going to play music. I'm going to cure you. <laughs> hate to break it to you. That's not my job. <laughs> it, it, that sounds not more fun because I love what I do, but that just sounds a lot more magical that than sounds what very my holistic. job is. It's like... Right. Where music could be holistic, but I do like actually have a method to my madness <laughs> of why I write music the way I write it, why I'm using certain songs to be able to talk about certain things with people. Or the way that I'm fun- like forming different games within music therapy so yeah. that the person can meet their goals. And the public speaking that I'm then learning through the Miss America organization, the opportunities that I am getting, mm-hmm. is helping me not only advocate for people with disabilities, but also for understanding of my profession yes, and what it is. And that ultimately that's going to help me into the future if I want to get involved higher up within music therapy and being able to make nationwide change in that way. So you're obviously graduated, as you mentioned. So the scholarships kind of work a little different for you. So for like active college students, they can put it directly into their aid. So how are you taking that scholarship money and how are you kind of adapting that? Are you putting it towards student loans? Because I think that's the most common answer. Yeah, so I do have student loans. I really want to see if I could decrease those down. Um, And so that's kind of my plan. (laughs) I think everyone does. (laughs) As everyone does. Nobody wants them. But (laughs) if you do come talk to me, I want to hear your reasoning why you want student loans. My hope is to do this to help decrease my student loans. And who knows how much money I can make if that pays it off. I got one year. The chances are probably slim that I will be making enough money to pay off my entire loan. Right. that counts. But then that'll make it easier if I want to go get my master's Absolutely. and be able to advance it, that I have more flexibility and being able to continue my education, whether that's specifically getting a degree in music therapy or something adjunct that then helps me push my career in being a little bit more focused in a specific area. Well, we're almost out of time. So let's no. take... <laughs> no, I could talk for days. Oh, I know. But we're going to take a quick break. We're going to figure out what we're going to talk about next and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. All right, and welcome back to the final segment of today's podcast. I'm here with Miss Heart of the Midwest, Alyssa Dorado. Hello. And we are first timers heading to Miss Indiana. So there's a lot of big feelings. There's a lot of nerves. There's a lot of just how am I going to fit in there and just how are the people going to be and everything. And, you know, you can hear things from different people, but the week is different for everybody. Um, And I'd like to ask, like, what part of it do you think is going to be like the most enriching, fulfilling moment of the week for you? For me, it's going to be knowing that people are going to hear my story yes, and that people are going to see me not only represent myself, but something bigger than what I am. Yeah. Being able to just share what I can do mm-hmm. and how amazing of a person I actually am. You are amazing. Because... <laughs> I, again, I feel like there are times where I'm like, oh, I sound like really pretentious and like, <laughs> oh, I'm so good. But like, I need to remind myself that. Yes. Like how many times I've had a full moment of like, I'm not good enough for X, Y, and Z. Oh, I know. And so being able to go up there and be like, no, like I am an outstanding young mm-hmm. woman. And these people are here to tell me and see yes. just how amazing I am. And knowing like the idea that somebody could possibly walk up to me afterwards and be like, thank you. I sent a message yesterday to a past Miss Indiana that was like, thank you. Thank you for being the trailblazer to making it so that women like us can walk on the oh, stage. Like, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Um, <laughs> Give her a shout out. Lydia Tremaine, <laughs> love Lydia. you. She was um, Miss Indiana 2019, 18, 19. 
so sorry, Lydia. We're trying so hard to remember. But there was a year missed. We're figuring out there, what year we're was We're trying missed. to figure <laughs> out which year. But still, you are amazing. And she's competing at Miss Indiana USA today and tomorrow. We're recording this the weekend of Miss Indiana USA. And both Alyssa and I are going tomorrow um, for so finals excited. day. We're so excited. And obviously, I love that both of the organizations in Indiana are extremely like welcoming and very yes. enriching. Both Miss Indiana USA and Miss Indiana and the Miss America organization. They're both incredible programs. So they I think are. that you're going to land in a great place regardless of where you go. But it's great to see Queens supporting Queens, even if we're not mm-hmm. in the same um program and stuff yeah so yeah. really excited about that tomorrow we got seats right next to each other we yes, got aisle we seats we got aisle seats we're so excited i want to be able to be that for somebody else right mm-hmm. whether it's they just feel seen mm-hmm. and that beauty can look in any way and that success looks different for every single person or that they feel heard and understood through my platform however i can connect to somebody if I don't walk out with a crown on my head, I don't walk out with a crown on my head. You and still that's completely have one. Okay. You I still, still have, have one. one. I'm still queen in my own heart. You're still Miss Heart of the Midwest, even after Miss Indiana. Exactly. And so, and I'll be forever Miss Heart of the Midwest. Absolutely. Like, I'm going to forever have this title held close to my and heart. And you'll be a part of the little crowning picture that they take away. I'm so happy about <laughs> it. That, like, I'm going to be this really old lady and being like, Here's your crown. Here's your crown. <laughs> um, especially because we're part of like a younger. Yes, this is title. a very. It's a newer organization. I believe 20. five or six years yeah. that they've been around, and it started as just Miss Spirit, mm-hmm. and they added Heart of the Midwest two, three years ago, Something maybe. Something like that. So yeah, this is a fairly new organization, especially because they wanted the to have, yeah, they wanted to have a program that allowed first timers to be warmed up to the organization and not have to feel like all the time they're competing against people who are just way more overqualified and we're just as capable of doing well at Miss Indiana as people who it's have gone. It's just a less scary experience. It's, just, it's a lot more It's a lot more welcoming. It feels a much more natural transition. Yeah. Um, and that's why I, I love it so much. And, and we have directors who like oh, understand who the fact us. that we haven't don't done this, know what you we're know? doing. We like know. we know what we're doing, but we don't know what we're that's doing. That's the beauty of it. Um, and both of our directors, Kayla and Chloe, have been to Miss Indiana multiple times and competed and have been extremely successful um, and they are so invested in us it's really crazy are. and they keep telling me every time I tell them like I'm nervous they're like well Miss Indiana week the second you give up on yourself you've given up on being Miss Indiana and yeah. they have helped me grow and I've only met with them in person once or twice and done a couple zoom calls but you can't understand how much they love us and how much we know they support us. It's Absolutely. crazy. And I'm so glad that my first trip to Miss Indiana is with a group of directors that really is invested in their girls. And they, Absolutely. even though we're unexperienced, they have every bit of confidence in our ability to they succeed. Have, honestly, they have more confidence in us than I think we have in ourselves at times. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, Chloe's about to be a mom. Yeah. She's supposed to give birth two weeks after Miss Indiana. So she may get a little excited. Chloe, keep her in. Please keep her in in for us. Um, (laughs) I really do not want the experience of one of the two of us getting crowned and them asking, what's the first thing you're going to do? And us go, we're going to the hospital. We're going to the hospital. Kayla, get her on FaceTime and get us in the car to the hospital. Get us on the way. Thank you. We can say photos later. Chloe, we do not need to be in your hospital room if you don't want us there. But um, <laughs> you will be informed the second. You could be pushing. We do not care. We will be we calling will be you. We will be there. They're like pageant moms. But they like, really I mean, are. Chloe's literally about to be a mom. That's so exciting. But like they they have that motherly care and that motherly want to see us succeed. It's it's incredible. And I mean, looking at Miss Indiana Week, there are so many different aspects of it that you can succeed in, whether it's you had a great time with your princess or um, you had a really enriching experience at like the Women Empowerment luncheon and there's so many events going on but I want to ask you what event during Miss Indiana week besides the competition unless the Mm -hmm. competition is what you're most looking forward to what part of that week are you just you just cannot wait for to be able to be more connected to the Indiana community and being able to really see how this organization does make a difference for me especially because I am slightly newer to Indiana every yeah. time somebody asks me when I moved here I'm like well let's go through the story it's I've it, uh, and you talked about how it's perfect that you're heart of the Midwest because you've lived in three different three Midwest, of the Midwest states. states yeah right like I <laughs> went, after I got crowned I called my aunt in New Jersey who is the mom to my cousin who's currently holding a title and mm-hmm. she goes I heard that name and I knew it was hers. She I heard that. I heard that. It? I heard. I read those two titles. And I went. She's walking out as Heart of the Midwest. Heart of the I'm Midwest. Like, she has to. Like that's the only option. Like that's her title. <laughs> she won't win any other. Like not that she won't win any other title, but like that but, like, title that is the fits perfect her. one. Yeah. I'm like I've 
been represented by so many of the states, right? Yeah. Like I found Miss Indiana through Miss Ohio. Yeah, crazy. And what? so <laughs> for me being able to have that connection and know that we're making a difference in Indiana, especially because I am from, like I do live in Indy. Mm-hmm. It's even more connected that like I'm in such close proximity to, to where everything. I actually yeah. am, right? And that I can give back to this community and take a full week of just being here for and- the service of Indiana and being able to move it forward yeah. and be able to give back in any way that I can. Mm-hmm. I'm also really excited to be able to have just a little girl sitting next yes. to me. Ah, in the or car. boy, because there is princess. Oh, um, are there really? I believe it no. is. The younger age group, I believe, has princes as that well. That is so sweet. I, I, I don't wish, know if we've had princes before, but. I wish my answer was as like heartfelt as yours. I'm just really excited for the parade. I, I cannot same. wait to sit in the back of a car and wave at a bunch of little girls who are like, that could be me one day. Like, and have a princess next to me who's like, I want to be you in a couple years. You're Literally perfect. You're so sweet. Me, You're right? so adorable. And it's and it's so funny because a lot of these uh, little princesses and preteens, they go on to be title holders. I yeah. mean, uh, Miss Capital City's outstanding teen, Keegan Connor, she was a preteen. And Jenna Zabona, who was Miss Indiana's outstanding teen, is now Miss Limberlaw. She started as a preteen. It's crazy. And I think her teen also was like her princess during her Miss Indiana week yeah. when she won. It, this organization is so intertwined and every interaction you make probably fosters that love for this organization with someone else. And mm-hmm. I I mean, that's so deep and it's just a mile long parade. But like, still, I'm, I'm so excited. I've never been in a parade before, except if I was on my dance team dance the entire route of the parade right. which was so awful it was so hot you've never gotten to be the the person in the car in that everyone's car. like oh my gosh like, oh i'm so excited i'm joking with my friends and i'm like so you run this organization and you need an event for june um <clears throat> there is a there is there's a parade a, happening a parade. in zionsville you know that right there's a really cool hint, parade. hint wink wink you should hint, hint, totally wink, wink. it's you free should, you should totally sit and watch me ride by in a little car yeah yeah i'm like Especially because I have some friends who every time, like when I got that DM, I told them and they're like, well, you don't have a choice now. You have to do this. And I'm like, <laughs> I already was going to. But now that you're telling me I have to, to like I, I have guess to. I have to. Yeah. And then I won. And he's just like, yes. OK. And so every time I see him, he comes up with some other. Yes, my royalty. <laughs> yes, my queen. <laughs> yes. And then every time I like text like certain friends and they're like, sounds like your life as a, as a is title a- holder is really hard. And I'm like. I mean, that had nothing to do with the crown. Okay. It's because I don't think people really grasp that all of these title holders are hardworking students or they they work a full time job or they do a bunch of other things just to make yeah. the money to get by. Like we are we are normal people. Absolutely. We aren't above anybody. We are with everybody. And that's why all of our social impact initiatives are used to elevate the voices of others and speak with people, not to people. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's incredible. And Miss Indiana Week, I know we're both <laughs> we're both a little nervous because Absolutely. it's it's all new and I think both of us can really find some confidence in our talent and just kind of go from there. And I know you want to start out with talent, which would be so awesome because your voice is so <laughs> I've said that three I'm, times. That's, I'm of any part of competition. That's definitely the one I get excited for just because that's before I ever even competed. Like I did two college recitals. Like oh, I love being sing. able to get up in front of people, and being able to showcase that because I know it's a strength of mine and it's something I've worked so hard for my craft. I used to get made fun of as a child for my voice. Mm. Rightfully so. It was not good. Oh, um, well, okay. <laughs> but... Not, please do not bully, but I wasn't the greatest, but I put the work in to be able to get there and be able to say that I am so confident in my voice and where it is at now and that I get to use that as my career and Mm -hmm. what I love to do. And it is both my pastime and my job. And it's just so nice to be able to do that. Being able to showcase that ultimately is just Mm going to be such an amazing experience. And I know that I'm going to be able to have comfort in that. I know. And being with everybody, finally get to meet all these people. Um, For those of you who don't know, I grew up around the Miss America organization, but was never in it. So I've seen so many title holders go through the program and actually being with them now as a title holder is bonkers. I can't wait to meet everybody. I think that's a really exciting thing too because you think that you are doing a lot. Wait till you meet some of these other people. Like everybody is working so hard and they're all so incredible. And that's why I want to have like literally everybody on this podcast because everyone's story and how they got to where they are is so different. Absolutely. So, and so I was going to say, and then I'm the opposite that like (laughs) it was a DM that pushed me to actually do it. 
Yeah. Um, a DM that the fun fact is I was wearing a crown and tiara, uh, tiara and sash that day for a Halloween costume. And I went, okay, well, this is this, this is, is a sign. This is suspicious. And that's suspicious. <laughs> uh, that's suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but being able to meet these other women yes. and being able to have these lifelong friendships that all stem back to just wanting to give back mm-hmm. and wanting to be able to advance our education as well as this importance of whatever our social impact is. Because ultimately, if you don't have passion for your social impact, it it, it doesn't yeah. matter, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you connect with the people in the community. That's how you make a change and a difference and being able to have those connections. And I'm so excited to be able to yes. meet all of them. Oh, I can't and wait. And just... Being able to hang out at the dorm rooms and, like, <laughs> I'm going to have to experience college living all over again. Oh, don't worry. The Butler dorms are incredibly nice. Okay. They're so nice. I only lived in a dorm one year. Yeah, oh. these dorms are going to make you mad that your dorms were the way that they were. No. Oh, they have bathrooms in them. I get my own bathroom. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, now we're rambling. But, Alyssa, it has been so great to have you here with me today. Um, tell people where they can find you on social media. Yeah. So I have my own podcast, the Inclusivity for All podcast. It is being run. Um, you could get it on Apple, Spotify, and I believe I just got Google added, but you can Woo-hoo. find that anything when it comes to me and my platform, you can find on Instagram, Miss Indiana underscore heart of the Midwest. And that's the biggest one. But I guess I skipped it a little bit. But with the podcast, I'm interviewing people with disabilities to be able mm-hmm. to share their experience and just have normal everyday conversation with them to show that it doesn't matter that they have a disability you could still be friends with them you could still Mm -hmm. hold conversation and be able to hear their story and their beliefs because every person is an individual and i want to be able to do that so um my best bet is you could go through instagram i do also connect it to facebook it's the same information but you could follow me on facebook as well um Alyssa dorado miss heart of the midwest all right well Alyssa, i have had so much fun talking to you today you are such a little sunshine of a human being i love being able to talk to you and of any person to interview with i was like my sister queen the The fact that the two of us got crowned together we just looked at each other and And we're like this was meant this was meant to be it was like there's no other person like this was written in the stars absolutely okay well thank you so much Alyssa, for being here um once again so excited to get this podcast started and make sure you tune in next time i can't wait to tell you what guest i have next